like a bull in a china shop. It's Ellen Leonard. Hello. How are you? I am good. How are Thanks you? for letting me in again this week. Do you know week? what? I actually thought this worked really well last week where everybody got to decide what kind of stories we're going to talk about in Sunday service. Yeah, like I said, I just need a guiding hand. Okay. And I get a bit overwhelmed with all that's going on and I just need a bit of help. It doesn't help when I'm sending you TikToks like twice a day. What about this? What about this? What about this? And we do differ on things quite a lot as well, which you'll probably see now in a second. <laughs> well, what stories have we got today? Let me so, decide. Love to talk about the actor strike and just explain that a little bit more. Okay. I'm going to. Is that a. Oh, yeah. Hey. Let you in on that one today. Emmy noms? No. Why? Okay. We don't need to. I'm just. I, okay, I might just slip it in. I love the way I'm asking you, and I'm like, I might just still slip it in. Go on, what's next? Zayn Malik. Oh, hard. Yes. Amazing. Oh, yes. Uh, more Higgins on Love Island, USA. Here's the story. She's the social correspondent. No. There's nothing yeah. else to say. Okay, okay, fair. Uh, Britney's memoir. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> just uh, so we can play Britney yeah. off the back of it. Uh, we, anytime we can talk about Britney, it has to happen. <laughs> and then Rob McElhenney. Oh, I love Rob McElhenney, but maybe... No. Yeah, no. I wasn't feeling that one Okay. okay. Oh, Excellent. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I hope we're... everyone's happy with that now. Let's see That's what's... what we're going with Okay. Today. Well, if you're not, 51552, if you do want Ellen to go back on anything else, uh, we will get to it in a couple of moments' time. But first, this was our TikTok track of the week a couple of weeks ago. Love it. And it's still doing the rounds. And it's such a bop. It is Jane with Macaba right here on 2FM. Ellen Leonard with Sunday Service is coming up right after this. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Yes, it is Sunday service. You have decided on the stories and we are kicking it all off today, Ellen, with the actor strike. Yes, so Hollywood is pretty much in shutdown, Laura. It's a worrying time. Now, it's all happening on Beverly Boulevard. You know where like CBS, where they film James Corden and where the Screen Actors Guild is? Like, apparently the atmosphere over there at the moment is horrific. Um, so if you don't know or you haven't heard, um, after four weeks of bargaining between the Screen Actors Guild and like basically the major studios, so you're talking like Amazon, Apple, Netflix, there has been no deal struck to pay the writers properly. And because of that, like with the cost of living and just being able to afford to live in LA and do the job that they're doing, they just can't do it anymore. It's not feasible. So in, you know, a show of solidarity, the actors are also striking, which you would have seen Killian Murphy on the red carpet of his new film Oppenheimer, Walk Off. So it's very dramatic. I do love a good strike. I love when people come together like this. You do love a good strike. I really do. And like, it's so badly needed. Like apart from pay, which is always about pay. It always comes down to pay. Well, I mean, naturally, like, let's just be realistic. This is how people survive. A hundred percent. Like even the coffee shops and florists in the area are all being affected because there's no writers, there's no actors, there's no one coming in getting their coffee, there's no one sending flowers as thank yous. Like the whole of that area is feeling this. So hopefully it shouldn't last too long. But another thing that they're striking over is around artificial intelligence, which you know we love on this show. (laughs) Honestly. We talked about Dolly last week, but AI Dolly. Yeah, so like just a refresher for anyone who missed last week, we were talking about the fact that she doesn't want to live on as a hologram. Mm -hmm. She's like, when I'm gone, I'm gone, and I find it quite unsettling. That That she could be stuck here. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and I I understand that. The, The AI thing, I mean, that bleeds over to us in radio as well as, like, I mean, watching someone on the screen, watching Killian Murphy 
on a screen as AI mm-hmm. is something that is on the horizon that yeah. could happen and like they they feel like they weren't treated really well initially you know when blockbusters started coming out and they didn't feel like they got their fair cut the same happened now with all the streaming platforms they don't feel like they're getting treated properly seasons and series are now so small like back in the day you had friends which went on for ages and ages now you're looking at a season of maybe six episodes and they're not me. getting enough kind of airtime. they don't have the stability and now they might get them in for one episode clone them and be like that's grand we'll make the rest of the six episodes without you so there's a whole load of issues going on around this it's I, real interesting I don't know if you heard this because this obviously bleeds over into the music world as well they are after cloning Johnny Cash <gasps> singing Barbie Girl. Stop it. Not joking. Have a listen to this. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world Laughing plastic It's fantastic You can brush my hair Undress me everywhere I'm sorry, but Stop how it. unsettling is that? That's amazing. It is unsettling, but it's uncanny. Yeah. It's literally like Johnny Cash. I mean, worrying. We have put an AI version of me on this show. I mean, to be honest, it, wasn't it needs great. to get the Galway Canadian. thing. Yeah, it needs to work on the Galway accent a little but bit. I do understand that, and I think it's very worrying. But at the core of it as well, this is what I can't understand from all of these labels. Essentially, like I mean, all the big blockbuster people. It's like you don't get the shows unless you have the writers. Mm-hmm. It just strips away all creativity. You're trying to just replace people and make. It's just it gets rid of the whole essence of acting and writing so it is it's definitely one to keep an eye on okay well, we'll definitely be coming back to this because it's very very interesting mm-hmm. uh, next up did you listen to Caller Daddy this of week of course the Zayn Malik interview I love Alex Cooper anyway yeah but- I will agree with you on that I just I think be- because the media has Zayn Malik up as this like very angry young lad who broody, was like yeah, hated being in One Direction didn't like any of the stuff I had an opinion of him without Same. having nothing to do with them and I love him after this yeah he came across very very well so Zayn Malik joined Alex Cooper on her like really famous Call Her Daddy podcast like she has had some incredible names and Zayn Malik back in 2022 or 2020 split with his ex-girlfriend Gigi Hadid and they had a gorgeous daughter together called Kai Um, but a a year after that they decided to split now they were on and off for about six years anyway so it wasn't 100% Um, but he talked about like kind of three main I found things that jumped out to me and it was fatherhood Mm -hmm. and kind of the anxiety around that which he was very open about Um, he kind of and he minds her 50% of the time as well which I didn't know yeah full they've split 50-50 50-50 custody yeah and he and they don't live near each other like he lives in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and moved there to get away sorry from yeah what is with the well, Pennsylvania I, I mean I kind of get it he if loves you, it there if you're papped all the time and you're growing up in this mad world but this is just a little clip of him talking on the podcast about his daughter and his anxiety around it I used to get a lot of anxiety around like having a conversation like this just in this kind of environment and I want her to be able to look at me and be like yo my dad's doing this you know he's he's the man he's cool on a completely separate note, his accent is still so thick. Isn't it? And I'm obsessed with it. My fate, just, I know we're supposed to be talking about uh, his daughter, but when he listed out his dog's name, <laughs> he has a dog called 
Thumper from Bambi. Thumper. But he caught, he was like, Thumper. And she was like, Thumper. So like, he just will not lose that essence of himself, which is so funny. Uh, caller daddy, Alex Cooper, couldn't understand. He was like, it's like Thumper with an F. Yeah. And, and I actually call her Thumper. But I, she doesn't know what that accent is. You know, they always put their THs into Fs. Of side course. Note that, yeah, yeah no, side note. Back bad. to Kai, his little girl. He was really open and honest and he feels like he's doing a really good job co-parenting and he kind of made a joke about it when she asked and he was like yeah it's going really well and then he was like well I think it is anyway um, and he said his daughter has like loads of musical skills and she's already harmonising and everything with them which Look, like this bit I couldn't cope with I'm it, all for everybody thinks that their kid is the best kid in the world. <laughs> and she's two she's not harmonising her apparently ABCs. she is I, twinkle twinkle he's like yeah I do twinkle twinkle and she harmonises with me I said, if she can do that that's like Mozart stuff <laughs> I think that she should be in the Guinness Book Records absolutely um, I, the Pennsylvania thing that we did touch on this is what he had to say about that. Thinking about having a child and like raising her in that environment, it was just very claustrophobic for yeah. me. I didn't want her to have to be like exposed to that because yeah. she didn't choose it, you know, mm-hmm. like it was a choice that I made. So I was like, we need to get out of here so that she can have some chance of like a, a normal childhood, you know, where there's not cameras flashing in her face constantly. Resoundingly, this interview went quite well. Mm-hmm. And she also touched on, I mean, we she couldn't not ask about the the domestic between him and He handled that very well. Like, yeah. he really did, in fairness. So if you don't know, basically, what that was about, a couple of years ago... 2021, it's not that far ago. Yeah, God, wow. Um, apparently, allegedly, Yolanda came over to visit Which him and Which is Gigi's Kai. mother. Yes. yes. Um, and there was some form of altercation and she, you know she went out and tried to say that he had done something to her and pushed her whatever the story was um, and he w- was very quiet more or less about apart from his original statement um, and he even in this he was like look I don't like getting involved in things on the internet I'm not adding fuel to the fire I don't want my daughter to look back and see that I was part of any of this conversation and I think Alex Cooper the podcast host made a good point saying you know I suppose it's good for us to keep in mind that if something did happen you probably wouldn't have 50% custody of Kai so you know he handled it very well and he was very mature about it so he has come across very well I think we really and truly should play a Zayn Malik song right now but I just have this overwhelming desire because (laughs) I have such Barbie fever of course and because we played Johnny Cash I think this makes perfect sense we're not even a week out (laughs) (laughs) and I'm bad like the Bobby Service with Laura Fox on 2FM. All right, what are we going with? All right, all right. So I know we said no, but I'm just slightly I'm overruling no. you on this. I, I said a hard no, and you're just, you're not listening. Okay, but it's only because, you know, we love to support our own. And I'm just going to quickly mention the Irish Emmy nomination. So, also, no, do you know what? I'll come back to that in a quick. See, I, I have so much to say, I don't know where to start. Okay. Um, Calm but yourself. The, <laughs> the 75th Emmy Awards um, is taking place. It's supposed to now in September. Could get pushed out because of the, the actor strike we were talking about just there. But Sharon Horgan is leading the way with nominations for her work in Bad Sisters, which was an oh. iconic Apple TV series. She played Eva Garvey um, and she's getting lots of nods for her work on it she was nominated for lead actress in the drama series and she's up against like Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us which everyone loved from HBO um, and Succession Sarah Snook so like but huge she deserves to oh, be up 100% there. like and she's not only in that she also is in 
getting a nod for the writing department for outstanding writing for her work on do you remember the episode like around the prick yeah. your man um, that's the name of the thing I'm not just calling him that um, and he and like she's amazing so that's two nods for her then we've two directors as well we've Dervla Walsh who's getting best directing for a drama series um, and we have another director Declan Loney Lowney. I actually haven't heard of him before but he worked on um, Ted Lasso which is hilarious oh so he's God. getting best directing for a comedy series we're unbelievably talented we don't even know half the time what we're at so I just thought that was incredible so fair play to us I'm taking credit for that fair play to us and the only last thing I'm going to say about the Emmys is that if you are looking for new series to watch it is the best place to go to get inspo so like if you haven't watched Succession they have like 27 nominations Not The Last of Us 24 nominations White Lotus Ted Lasso um, Wednesday Adams on Netflix oh so that was brilliant it was so good so they're kind of the top the top nod so if you're looking for something to watch just check out the nominations I only had handy. a conversation during the week with um, someone I met and we were like that just shooting the breeze talking about different TV shows and I had mentioned Bad Sisters and she's like oh you know it's me and the husband are looking for something to watch I was like yes. oh no you don't get it's not a chick flick no it's not it's unbelievable and it's such a great I thought with them they got the tone so right mm-hmm. with being Irish which is very hard sometimes especially when like an American company comes in because that was Apple TV yeah. they, they sometimes miss the mark totally on, and on I think it helped because it was set and filmed in Dublin and everything was just so like you nearly felt like it was happening up the road for me I think that's why we loved it so much <laughs> it's brilliant so fair play to them no it's really good now we did great now for the Emmys so hopefully it goes ahead Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, next up, we are obviously talking about Britney because I will do anything to talk about Britney. I know. Britney's back. Um, so she does have a new memoir out and it is set to hit bookshelves on the 24th of October this year. You can pre-order it if you're into, into that. It's titled The Woman in Me. And I don't like to diss Britney, okay? Because she's had... I couldn't even imagine the things she's been through. Mm. I am just slightly concerned about writing a memoir this quickly after coming out of conservatorship. I don't know if she's had the time to process what's happened to her in the last 20 years or so. Um, and there is, she did put on her TikTok a little clip. Um, so she's just said, I've worked really hard for this. I really want you to go out and pre-order it. I really want you to buy it. And I'd, I want to support her. I'm, I, I'm interested to see what it will be like. She basically said it's described as being brave, astonishingly moving, a story about her freedom, fame, motherhood, survival, faith and hope. So I hope it's empowering Well, have her. a little listen to this. Okay, guys, so I just got finished with my book. <clears throat> it's coming out very soon. I worked my ass off for this book. I had a lot of therapy to get this book done. So you guys better like it. And if you don't, that's cool too. Yeah. Jamaica, do I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama? Come like, on, pretty mama. I'm out of here. So, I, bye guys. Hope you like the book. It's hectic. Now, I believe she's off on her holidays. So she's like, got the book done. I'm off to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. And she does her little dancing. <laughs> weird juxtaposition but you know it's Britney that's what we've come to expect from her now the title of it saying um, The Woman In Me is obviously a reference to her hit song I'm Not A Girl Not Yet A Woman Um, and I hope I hope it's her authentic self and she feels like she's done herself justice in this it just seems very quick for her to unpack and have unloaded everything that's happened to her I feel like she hasn't got to live enough of her life yet potentially as she wants and had time to reflect on that but I could be totally wrong and I understand the concern and and it is concern because she just came out of the 12 year conservatorship 
uh, we have covered that in depth mm-hmm. and we've talked about the free Britney movement so so much so I understand where you're coming from but at the same time maybe this was the best way for her to go bleh and yep. word vomit onto a page she could come out in five years time and do an updated version of where she is absolutely, now absolutely yeah but the only thing that you can say is that at least we are getting it directly from her yeah that's the thing it's empowering hopefully and it's coming from her and it's her own story so look I could be totally wrong I could come back here on October 24th and be like I take it all back it was amazing yeah. and you're gonna you, you will though I probably will yeah. <laughs> and I understand look the concern about like where Brittany is and, and what's happening with her but let us not ever forget where she came from and what she gave us Gems, oh. bangers after bangers. People can take everything away from you.